Hello, make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. You rate and review my podcast if you like me. And you can follow me on Instagram. It's Yes King Oliver. Tati bye. Yeah, so I found um, when I went through an awakening that I needed to remove everything around me in order to find who I was and what I wanted. And I realized that you don't have to go to Thailand and spend like two grand to find yourself. You can find yourself in your bedroom. And I did that by being everything I ever had. You were just saying how you disappeared for a bit because you needed to find something. Explain what you meant. Um, how do I explain it? So basically, hello, everybody that's watching. I have spoken to Oliver like, I don't know, it's like six months ago, seven months ago. I was working with the guys, Master Shia Karshana and uh, the group at the UK. Then I had to disappear for a while. Why did I do it? Actually, every person's experience or personal experience is, is, is different. They cannot be actually uh, made into a book. It's like it's a whole uh, unique set of experiences that one has to go through. And it has happened to me. I had to leave things for a while in order to understand or not understand even. It is like we think that we are doing like everything, but we are not doing everything. We're actually part of, it's going to sound a bit confusing, but we're part of nature. Like the tree has a purpose and so do you. And you think that there is a you that who is controlling things, but actually there is no you. There is only life consciousness expressing as somebody saying I, but this I that people believe that it's only an individual is not the reality somehow. I know I, I went very, very transcendental, like from level one to level thousand in like a minute. <laughs> That's how I do it. <laughs> so, yeah. So what came to my mind when you were saying that is, you know, for example, um, America culture, will insult the way of living of, say, Middle East, right? That type of culture, not Asia, but whatever, Egypt culture, like Iran, Israel, whatever area that is, right? But if you go into their lives, they have all this wisdom and have had this wisdom for thousands of years. And they don't say anything because it's just they already know it amongst the community. And everyone else will mock that kind of belief or wisdom. And it's like, no, you don't understand. These people get it. They, have, they don't have much. They're happy with just family and eating a nice food made by local people who they don't even probably know. Yeah, they don't have these massive houses, but they have that feeling of ground and nurture and they don't need anything like they just wear the same old they don't really wear shoes they need to wear shoes wear the same clothes basic clothes no almani no ralph lauren just normal clothes because that's all you need and yet they're happier than so many other people and just how you speak it's just a knowing don't need to prove anything it just comes out there's nothing to prove and if what came to my mind was just when i was watching this program homeland right and they go into Syria or whatever and they they speak to the local people and they try and find out what the problems are and it's like they already know what the problems are and why the problems exist knowing they can't do anything about it but they're still just humble and grounded and live their life knowing that that's just the way it is shit's gonna happen there's nothing I can do and it's that inner peace within themselves as long as they are grounded then really nothing else matters even though we might see that as oh my god disaster there's no food there's people walk around the village with donkeys and there's cars just like you know two four people on a moped like five kids on the back it's like that's their way of living 
And then when you zoom out, you see that there's so many different ways of living and there's no one way, period. That's true. That's very true. And, uh, you know, actually you reach a point where like, you must not judge anybody because actually uh, everybody is going through his own karma that he must walk through. Even for example, even if it is something such as, I'm not going to go as far as, as, as terrible things, but people like this, this world, this world that we're in, this is not the reality. It is only a phase where if you are not connected with your soul, you're going to have to connect with your soul and go through some experiences that are going to allow you to awaken to your soul. If you are awake to your soul in this world, then basically your purpose is to have fun and to show others as well that, hey, you must awaken to yourself in order to have fun as well. But um, when you're actually attached, and that's why you were actually comparing the the, 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 the Middle East and the other people other than the U.S., and why they are actually at peace. If you actually look at the people in the Middle East, you're going to find that they're more spiritual than uh, Westerners. I'm not speaking as one of them. I'm speaking as, as everybody. I don't belong to a country. I don't belong to a religion. I am. Uh, it is all one. It is all one. What I'm saying is that people may think that Muslims or people who are not uh, of the, like Muslims or whatever, but actually all religions somehow they are pointing to spiritual awakening. You must like people must not think that religions are actually a sect. So actually, why you find that people in the Middle East, for example, uh, much more like somehow peaceful and somehow uh, calmer? But I cannot say that to everything. But because they mention the word God a lot, they mention the divine a lot. And when you mention something that is divine a lot, when you constantly call upon a divine force to help you, therefore you're always going to have this peace within you. And uh, if you don't have that, like there is millions of ways to actually connect with God or the this or source or divine, whatever. You could do it by helping. You could do it by saying, calling upon names, whether it's Hindu religions, uh, Krishna, whatever. It's the same. It's, they're all the same thing. But what I'm saying is that where does suffering come in? Suffering comes in when we're attached to this world very much, that we need our projections to go to a certain way. And this happens due to a lack of spirituality and due to a lack of inner space. Because the thing about the U.S. and the thing about the world that we live in is that there is constantly distractions. And there's constantly things that are pulling us towards the material more than the inner. Therefore, when you have lots of video games, I actually, I actually play lots of video games right now. But I play them as a, as a, as a, if you actually look at it, I'm just playing FIFA right now. But if you actually look at it, I'm playing it in, as an enjoyment, not as hiding a trauma or anything. But actually what happens to the world is that most people are traumatized mentally to some extent. You cannot, everybody will have a certain problem when in reality there is no problem. When in reality nothing exists. <laughs> Only problems are thoughts about bad things happening in the future. That's it. Or happening again. But there is no problem. So what happens is that the West, they are actually creating lots of ways to cover up your trauma 
And those ways are pushing you away from finding yourself. And when you find yourself, you actually find God or whatever. Because if you look at it, all people who are spiritual or prophets or saints, whatever, they found themselves first. And when they found themselves, they found God in the end. So it starts with that. But what we have in the world right now is the covering up of yourself. And therefore, suffering happens. And therefore, the divine or whatever you want to call it, has to create a sense of trouble for things to break down in order for you to actually let go, such as Corona. Like there is many facets of Corona. You want to say something? Yeah. So what's interesting is what you're saying to somebody who just met in the street, for example, in say England, right? They will think you're yeah. preaching out of the Bible. They would think, oh, here we go. All that nonsense. But I'm listening. There's nothing to do with religion not mentioned apart from saying the word god you didn't say anything to do with religion and all those morals are what every single human being needs right and this is why it's so crazy how religion is so powerful but yet people who don't who are not religious don't understand it and often very unhappy people because for them it's like believing in a random person in the sky who they think doesn't exist and it's like you don't even understand like when you were at school and you might have learned about religion we hear the word god and god's above you know when you go to heaven it's above so you think he's up there and you look up there and you see stars and you think well how can god be up there and so therefore it's like okay well i've ruled out religion and that's it it's so interesting like just breaking down the words of what you're saying anyone can do that and everyone needs that to find themselves and it's nothing to do with religion as you said it's all spiritual but you know it's all the same thing and again it's all about stereotyping and judging um what you think you already know rather than being open to things that you don't yet know and when you open yourself to learning new stuff that you didn't know before christ you learn so much when i used to think i knew it all my brain stopped listening because I already thought I knew it. And I was on the defense for when somebody was saying something. Like they would say it and I'd be like, I already know. I already know. Yeah, but I already know that. And I didn't get any further than that. And then when you just like cut your ego aside and you just listen to what someone's saying, you can always learn something. And yeah, you're right. America, whether it's food, video games, movies, always trying to cover up a problem which ends up creating another one. And then it's just funny because, and I go back to say the Middle East was the correct word. They're just content within. And Europe, they're not content as the Middle East. America, even England, all unhappy, negative idiots, right? Middle East, family, love. No matter anywhere in the world, where they are, they will treat that person as a family member. And it's like, I'm a stranger and you're saying eat with me. Like, that's amazing. My neighbor won't even ask me to eat, you know? And then I ask myself, he, does he say that to every single person? The answer is yes. So it shouldn't be personal to me. The answer is no. But they are connected with me at that very moment. They're not thinking about serving another person next week food or a homeless guy on the street. That person is in that moment offering me food. We have a connection in that moment. So it's not about, oh, she says it to everyone. She offers food to everyone. No, she offered me that food and I felt connected. And it all comes down to connection. And just basic life, literally basic, basic house, basic stuff, basic clothes, love, family, food, shelter, which goes back to the basics of what every animal needs, love, connection, shelter, and food. And um, it's just a big mess. Um, just overpopulated humans 
not enough space, too many, too many people trying to get power. And it's just, it's ruining the beauty of life, simplicity, which is nature, feeding yeah. a duck. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know what, actually, I'm just going to say something regarding that, that, um, you know, it is, uh, there is this karma thing and there is the not so karma thing. You may think that some people are actually destroying the world, but to a certain extent, they have made the choice to do that. Like they have made the choice to do that. And of course, the divine or whatever does not want to want this to happen. But what happens when this actually happens, it's actually a good thing. Because the whole cycle of everything, even if you make a bad choice that's going to hurt others, God or whatever you want to call it is actually correcting everything. There is a, I don't know how to say it, yin yang, you know that, you know that there is a, constantly a correction of everything, constantly, even at this very moment of me speaking to you, constantly a correction of everything. So everything happens for a reason. So I even believe that uh, because we're going to, each time we move into different ages, like I believe now we're actually pushing harder towards the very, very uh, home style, the easy life technological uh, easiness uh, age like it's gonna happen and this is what all movies were pointing to such as matrix or whatever or the matrix or whatever so it's actually part of the cycle like life has to change because i cannot tell others right now that don't drive a car drive a donkey this is not no no no. everything is changing everything has to change so this is actually part of the, like it's, it's a cycle it's a cycle so I cannot really complain about what's happening because this is consciousness doing this or consciousness. Because sometimes, for example, you want to change your life and then you have this decision to change your life. And then you find that uh, your family starts to hate on you much, more, much stronger. This is actually help. They're actually helping you because if they do not do that, how can anything help you like for example if you're not happy in the relationship or something perhaps this is a sign that you need to focus on something else perhaps you need to change something because everything on this earth is a sign everything like me speaking to you because we are interested in certain topics about certain spiritual areas about certain things a cause and effect so everything in this life is cause and effect but you reach a point at some point that you transcend cause and effect and you just live. Like if you still have lots of karma in you or things that you have not cleared up, of course, cause and effect will happen to you because life is trying to help you. And for example, the concept of next life or whatever, because certain choices have been made that God still wants to help you in order to clear them. So it's a, it's a very, very uh, deep concept. You cannot understand it even. But uh, it is uh, like the best thing I tell others, that most people is that uh, just uh, live and let everything come and let everything go. Even if they're your emotions, even if they're your feelings, something bad happens, just don't attach to anything. This is how you let go of your karma. This is how you, you live life the beautiful way. Because what causes pain is us trying to control based on our limited minds. 
Yeah. So when I was younger, I used to have so much stuff in my life that I didn't want in my life. Negative problems. Fucking couldn't find my keys. Couldn't like nothing was going right. And people have a choice to focus on that energy, focus on the negatives and get more angry or focus on the positives. Now in energy terms, it's all one anyway, right? But in human terms, it can be two. So you can go left, you can go right. That's a human, that's a human choice. So there's always going to be two things, hang around positive people or negative people. And when I was younger, there was always problems and I used to hate myself. I used to punch myself, you know, kick the door on purpose to, to hate myself. And then I'd get, uh, 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 then my foot would hurt and I'd get even more angry. And you keep beating yourself up. And you can say that's karma. Like yes. if you've done bad things to other people, even in a past life, whatever, then that is going to come back. But really, rather than focusing on what you are in, that bad situation, as you said, it's all about an opportunity to get out of it. Right, as you said, the whole world balances itself out. We had this chat last time we had about the coronavirus. It's the reset of humanity. God's like, too many fucking humans, they need to go, right? The weak are going to go, the strong will live. Um, and it's true. No matter how much control you think we, have, we think we have as a human, nature always will take control, right? And it's interesting because when you think about how there's pyramids in different um, ages of life, so first pyramid say 50,000 years ago the other one say i don't know 10,000 years ago whatever there's 30,000 years in between that we've only been around in terms of how we live right now say for you know two three hundred years so you think wow there is so much time for things to happen and change that when you think about how there's eight billion humans now you think to yourself okay well 50,000 years ago there might have been five and then, you know, there might have been a hundred and then a, and then a million and then four billion. You sort of think it goes from zero up until eight billion, right? And it will just keep going up and up and up. What if these civilizations have gone, had gone from zero to say this level of consciousness, became too smart. And then something like this happened, whether it's a virus, a storm, lack of food, a drought, and then it wiped out loads of human beings. And then the cycle starts again. Cause you think about if there is aliens, right? Those aliens who now fly around in, in, in space are basically Elon Musk's, right? Elon Musk is seeing what's happening to the planet. He's thinking about going into Mars, right? What happens if, like, you know, 50,000 years ago, it was the same thing. Someone like Elon Musk, right, saw what was happening on the planet and he fucked off to space. And then they're looking around thinking, dumb humans, like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, they're going to learn their hard way because th th they've already done it. Like, what if this is, if this, if this is another cycle? And once you get too many of something, like too many trees close to each other, that when there's a fire, that you'll burn, which means you've got no control over anything. Yeah. Actually, it, it, like, um, you know what's, what's the answer to, to all of it, actually? It is uh, because what you say, there can be lots of assumptions around it. And it's infinite answers to it. Like yes. we can just say say lots of things about it. But um, uh, a simple way of actually how I actually look at it is that I realize that everybody is doing God's work, even the devil somehow, because the devil will attack what you're attached to. The devil or whatever you you want to call it the mind or because actually what is enlightenment what is happiness is to realize that you are you've never been hurt you don't have the body the body is not you the mind is not you you are that 
You are the eternal spirit. And everything in this world is changing all the time. And it will continue to change. And even after, after a certain amount of years, this world will vanish. And the new cycle will start from scratch again. Uh, starting from the apes all the way to people like us again. And all the way to uh, fall out. <laughs> apocalypse or whatever. And then it starts again and again. It's never ending. They, they call it, the Indians, they call it Maya. I don't know if you heard that term. Maya is the illusion of the world. So basically people think that this physical world is what I need to find something in. But in reality, you have to find yourself which is eternal. And when you find yourself that is eternal, all other things will come to you easily. You will know things that you, in your previous mind you would have never known. So that's why I actually tell people is that you find yourself first, everything else will be automatically blessed for you. I'm not saying that I should shun the world or no, it's not important to, to think about uh, what's happening. No, no, no. Everything will take care of itself. But the truth is, is that you need to realize that this world, the changing world, is not the truth. Because if it was the truth, it would have been eternal. But it is not eternal. I'm not speaking in religious senses even. I'm speaking in, 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 in truth. It may sound religious because this is actually what all the prophets or whatever you want to call them have found. And that's why they were happy. That's why people were following them. Because they realized the truth. And when they realized the truth, they naturally exude calm. They naturally exude peace. They naturally give off the fragrance of love because they realize the divinity of everything. Yeah, so I think about that all the time. I zoom out from the earth and I just see a floating rock and I see Mars over there, another rock, Jupiter over there, another rock, Saturn over there, another rock, floating rocks, right? And I see that this rock has water because it's close enough to the sun to create condensation, water, and life has formed on it. And there's just humans there, animals there, you know, Donald Trump over there, and they're just doing our bit, right? And then if, if I think 100 years from now, out of thousands of years that have been, no one on the planet exists. Everyone's problem doesn't exist. Mm. And then it is just fascinating to understand that every problem is in our heads or created by somebody else that we have become a part of. And you can get yourself out of that problem. Obviously physical, for example, if you, if you can't buy a house because it's too expensive and you now have to pay for someone's rent to live in that house, you can't just get out of that problem unless you've got your own house. That is still part of the problem. Physical problems, yeah. When man has got involved, man has locked you in. It's kind of, that's a problem. It's like a human being putting you in a cage, knowing you can only get you out with the key. But if it's a problem in your head spiritually, there's always a way out. And I found that just by writing down every single problem that occurred when it did, and I found a solution immediately, like, as I said, I couldn't find my keys. I used to get so pissed off that I couldn't find them. I created a, like a hook for keys. And every time I didn't put my keys on that hook, I would punish myself. No takeaways on the weekend because I love takeaways, right? And so then I'd have like a discipline thing like a parent would do. They'd say, tidy your room, otherwise you're not going out, right? But I used it as a, as a discipline benefit rather than, fuck you, dad, don't tell me what to do, right? Because you realize that discipline is actually a good thing, period. And that our parents are just preparing us for life, which is a responsibility, accountability. And so my problems started to disappear. I knew where my keys were. I knew where my money was. I knew where my socks were. I knew where everything was. 
And when something isn't put in place, like when I misplaced my spare motorbike key, I had to spend 10, 15 minutes finding it, which means I was almost late for my next thing. I'm so in order and aligned with routine that if something comes in the way that I didn't plan for, it puts a fork in it, it fucks it all up. And I was pissed off how I didn't know where I put my key. I was livid, but I didn't put it back in that pot. Hasn't happened a very, very long time, but I'm human, right? It's a constant management of life. Like if you do bring new things into your life, you've got to keep managing it. And if you don't, but you like files in the drawer, you're not going to know where they are. So there's a solution. Don't get any more files. Okay, I'm just going to stay exactly where I am. So if you want to grow and do stuff, you're going to have to bring new stuff in. Again, the system needs to be there still, but it's actually bigger, more hard work, more management. And I was thinking whilst I was trying to find my key, how the fuck does Elon Musk cope with organization? He's running five businesses. I thought to myself, he literally has every single clothes in order. Every single hanger is where it needs to be. Every single item is where it needs to be. Because if you can't buy any shoes, that is time which he has not got. And I looked at my wardrobe and I saw order because I've always done this. But then I realized, wow, we have to keep maintaining routine and order. Otherwise, life will take over us. And it's very hard to get back once you lose that control. Self-discipline is crucial, especially in the times we live in, where it's not just I'm outside of there's nature. We don't own shit. Okay, so nothing's, they have to do anything. There's no cards and no keys. Indoors, we've got stuff everywhere. And if you don't know where stuff is, it's going to stress you out and you're going to get, anxiety is going to build up and then it's very bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do I say to this? I say that uh, actually, um, as I said earlier, there is a constant balancing of things. Even right now in your body, your body's balancing blood, air, food, everything is being balanced. Uh, so it is natural that the outside tries. What causes pain to others is that a certain idea in the mind which is placed by certain people in this world, or not certain people, but the mind, the conditioning of what we've grown up with, this is what creates certain limitations. This is what creates suffering. Because we tend to live life in a certain image of what we want to live in. I don't know if you get it, but I know you get it. I know you get it. But like, yeah, yeah, actually, like, like, you, like, you are part of life and life is part of you. And you are life at the end. Your what? mind that is... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, what do you think is the next stage for how civilization and governments work together? So obviously years and years ago, it was just a leader everyone follows, right? Government comes in, there's too many uh, followers that they try and take control. So you create some rules where they're happy and they still got control. Now there's too many human beings, still only one person in charge, which is crazy, right? (laughs) One person trying to manage fucking millions of people. What's the next stage with how civilization will operate? Like, you know me, I'm spiritual and I'm going to have to give you a spiritual answer. I could go the political side, but I know the political side is always the same. But what I'm going to say is that... um, what is meant to happen will happen and people are just the instruments of what the divine wants to happen. 
so, so for example you know um israel and palestine i don't know this story too much but basically i would imagine it's just fighting over land and you couldn't yeah. compromise and so you just divided so for example america and california they're two big powers they'll just divide so it'll be the united states of america and california like indian and palestine not india and uh, pakistan don't know the full story but then again i would imagine it's too many people fighting for land can't come to a conclusion separate i think that amongst countries where you um, are unable to control them they will just divide off and have their own rules for example in england you've got scotland which is part of the united kingdom scottish people they don't need part of um the united kingdom anymore which means they're basically going to be a, a separate country and they're going to write their own rules. And so I do think that that's very close to happening where there's just going to be, you can't manage these people, separate yourself, do it yourself. And then you're left yeah. with say all the people who want to follow that way of living. So um, Islam follow an Islam leader, Christians follow a Christian leader, vegans follow a vegan leader, um, animal cruelty follows an animal cruelty leader, in separate places rather than all trying to influence everybody in our in the same box it'll just be at the box and there'll essentially there'll be no wars there'll be so much peace because all this war shit mentally and physically is about belief systems and way of living um trying to be brought onto somebody else and yeah, yeah if you go back to history it only wipes out through war and if you can't have war because there's policing then the only thing to do is just follow policing which is policies and just stick to your own policy yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Go on, ask me a question. Can you put your earphones in? It's echoing back if that's possible. My earphones are going to take a while to configure. So I'll just turn the volume down. Just turn the volume down a little bit so it doesn't echo yeah. back. And that should be fine. Is that okay? No? Yeah. Hello. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, um, so ask me a question. Okay, so, yeah, regardless of what you said, shall I ask you a question? I don't have a question really in my mind, but the thing is that actually part of what you said is that um, it is natural. It is natural for the movement of things to move. Like some would say, for example, why would the Israelis come to Palestine and do what they have done? Um, you cannot really explain it aside that actually there is a reason, there is a divine reason that bad things happen. Because if bad things don't happen, there would be no fuel for you to find who you are, basically. You would be so attached to this earth and if you're attached to this earth, there would be nothing good coming out of it. You're going to suffer forever because what you're attached to it is going to go. And if, if it's going to go, you will suffer its going. So like the bad things, for example, like suffering or whatever, there is a divine reason for it because all of us have been through pain some, in some part of our lives. There has been some pain, definitely a huge pain for many of us. But now reflecting back upon it, if you have took the right stance, you would say, I am grateful. I am glad it actually came into my life because it has showed me things about myself that I would not have wanted those things to be hidden from.
It's interesting. It's interesting because <clears throat> when you're in pain, you don't want to be in pain, right? In that yeah. present moment. But in terms of your whole lifetime, which is say an average 80 years, you will only become the best version of yourself having gone through some form of pain because all it does is say what you don't want in the later part of your life. So get it over and done with now, you know, thought out your problems now, see whenever any later, what's the difference between people who have the same problems we had, but don't do anything about them versus people like us who have the same problems and did something about them. Why is it that we, we're able to get ourselves out. Is it an energy reason? Is it a parenting reason? Is it a some universe reason? Or is it just luck? And that for what is luck? Why are they lucky and why are we not? Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, if you is look at a physical it, gene thing, for example, like you just your brain hasn't got enough tissue. No, no. There is there is actually like like we cannot understand it from the from dna uh, or, or from biological reasons or ancestral reasons even but um, actually like everybody has a chance every now and then there are written things there are things that are meant to happen that are 100 percent gonna happen there's also choice of what you must do and at some point we we somehow we deviate away from what we need to do but there's always a second chance because at some point you were not able to do things. I was not able to do certain things. So consciousness is always trying to help us. Like something is always trying to help us till we actually get it. But the concept of like, uh, I am better than somebody for getting it or no, no, no. Actually, like we we cannot be in that position because if our failures would have been shown to others, because we, of course, in order to get happy, in order to find ourselves, we had to fall many times and we had to go through lots of pains. So actually, I think that everybody is in the process of awakening, everyone. Every human being on this earth is at, is at a certain stage of awakening. If he does not get it now, he's gonna, God will give him like God will help him to get it. God will have to help him to get it. What I find amazing is we are speaking on the very edge of politics and religion, which I never ever want to do, right? Because it's all personal and it's none of my business to that individual person. But yet the message behind what we're saying is all about just finding happiness and peace within. And when I was yes. younger, my parents used to say, um, you don't speak about politics or religion. And I was like, why? Why not? And she went, oh, you just don't. It's just like she followed a pattern of you just don't. Okay, I'll shut my mouth then. I was like, why do not you? Why don't you speak about it? And growing up, I realized why. It causes arguments. Why? Opinions. And then you break down what an opinion is. It goes down to a, a belief system of how something should be, which is unique to them. And it's none of the other person's business. It's like if there's a lion next to a giraffe, the lion's not thinking, why is your head so long? Bruv, you should be short like me. And the lion's not thinking, fucking hell, you're tiny. Look at that thing around your head. You look stupid. And he's like, well, at least I don't have a big head like you, you know, looking up. It's nothing to do with that. They're just accepting of he's a long giraffe eating grass. And he's a lion with some furry shit around his head eating grass. That's it. Stay out of my land because I'm eating here. 
and I'll and you know you stay in your land. That's the same as countries saying you know stick to your your beliefs and laws. I'll stick to mine. But what's happened is is that when human beings have migrated into different parts of the world, it's the same as a lion going into the same patch as a giraffe, right? But normally you'd fight it out and then the person would walk away if they lost. Now you basically have a really big big fucking crocodile in the same land as the lion and the giraffe. And he's saying, if any of you don't allow each other to eat each other's grass, I'm going to bite both your legs off. And that's police. That's government. And so this balance of karma is disappeared. Like most people, if they've got a problem, they'd fight it out. And you don't like getting punched in the face. So you'd say no problem, right? These days, problems still exist. You can't fight it out because this fear of the unknown, the police is there. And, and, it doesn't balance out in the way nature has designed it. Every time there's like beef in the animal kingdom, for animals fight. Humans are the only animals that don't fight. So we do fight, but there's laws saying that we don't. So imagine that we can't fight because there's laws saying we can't, then there wouldn't be any fights. So we don't have this way of balancing out problems that they just manifest into other things. Mm. Again. I'll tell you something about that, Oliver. I'll tell you something. Well, uh, there is... Constant, I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying from what I see, I'm not, I'm not actually saying like, hey, you're wrong. No, I'm saying from what I see. The thing is that, that uh, human consciousness is always evolving. It's always evolving and the cycle is repeating itself. But animals, they can never evolve. Like animals, they, they are programmed. Like animals do not know right and wrong. Animals, they do not have a sense of morality. They only do what needs to be done. Um, humans don't have that like humans they actually have choice because they are actually an incarnation of the highest consciousness but they have not achieved the highest consciousness therefore the troubles that seem to happen they seem out of sync but actually they are part of the natural rhythm as well because the normal consciousness like how does the divine see life it, it does not see life immediately it actually knows that karma or whatever could take even a thousand years for it to resolve itself. But the human consciousness will look at it that I need it now. Why is it not working now? Where is karma? Where is it? No, no. There is a higher wisdom. There is a higher wisdom. And actually, if you look at it, we in with our eyes right now, we cannot see it. But there is actually a divine matrix in everything that we do. Even in my words, this is a divine matrix that has certain energies that are transmitted to you. And so you do the same to me. So everything is a divine matrix. But humans, they're constantly meant to evolve. So therefore, they cannot have the same rules or the same uh, thing. But they actually do have the same thing, but in a different sense. Like actually karma and the balancing out is happening all the time but in a more uh, complex and longer matter or longer phase than the animal world. Because the, I don't know if you get what I mean. Of course. Yeah. What's coming into my mind when you're saying that is I was thinking about this today, right? When I drive my bike, when you think about um, um, say Africans, um, Zimbabwe, that part of the world where they have no running water. Yeah. Well, I don't know where it is just somewhere in Africa. Yeah. And then you have, say, the UN um, and charities 
making wells, dropping in food from helicopters, celebrities going over there to, you know, make them shelter and schools and stuff like that, right? That's man seeing a problem and finding a solution. So for example, in my village next to me, if I saw people without running water, I would give them a tap, right? But there's a reason why they haven't got it and I have. There could be like, they can't afford it. So they know how to make water where it comes from, but they just can't afford it. People in Africa, for example, as you said, things take a long time to evolve and manifest. It's taken, say, thousands of years for a chimp to go from eating a banana to seeing a fish, to taking that fish, to making a, a tool to stab the fish, to, you know, to, to making fire. That took thousands of years. So when people will say go into Africa and they build wells and build schools, they are providing a solution to a problem right now. I thought to myself, what if the UN didn't exist anymore? What if helicopters didn't exist and there was no fuel? What if there was no planes anymore? Okay, there was no system and power run by another person to funnel that water supply. What would happen to all those poor Africans? They would die. And then it made me realize it takes thousands of years for that tribe of people to learn, okay, there's no water here. What do we do? We move inwards to a stream. And then you set up base by a stream. It takes thousands of years for their ancestors from generation after generation. Like when you have a recipe for a Chinese dish or an Indian dish with spices and it comes down, the, it comes down, even like wisdom, it comes down the chain, right? What's happening is, as I said, Middle East people, they've got all this wisdom and say recipes from families coming down and down. Then you've got, say, American and English people who are just being told the wisdom and they don't know where it came from. So we take it for granted. And so the thing about we want things that happen now, and you said it takes a long time. It could take thousands of years. It could take thousands of years, for example, for those Africans to know how to build a house, to make water, rather than relying on somebody else to build the tap for them. It takes time to understand what metal is, how to melt the metal, how to make a handle, how to make a screw, because that is, that's taken time for people to, to work out and realize. You know, you've got to trade with all these other people. I need a hammer. I need electricity. I need water. I need a bucket. I need some lunch. Okay, I'll give you some chicken. Yeah, that takes time. And finally, on that note, um, it's the same as immune systems. Coronavirus is killing people with weak immune systems. You can't just give them a flu vaccine because in this lifetime, you might extend it a little longer. But they've had generations of, their genes are made up of, you know, hundreds of generations of people who vibrate at a certain frequency and therefore their cells divide at a certain frequency. They live the lifestyle differently to other people. They may eat different foods. So their immune system is made up of hundreds of years, potentially of, of a certain human. And then the other human of a strong immune system might've come from royalty, power, luxury food, lots of sunlight, not as much like slavery and work on themselves where they just have other people do it for them. And so there's less stress, meaning a strong immune. So you can't just change things now because you see a problem. Things, as you said, they happen over time when they're supposed to. And I asked you, I don't want to go, why is it that we are able to solve problems, but somebody else with the same problems can't? Energy their brain activity, their brain power to work out problems. It's different. And over time, energy will build up and they will become to our level of wisdom. And that comes on to karma. We haven't managed yeah, to yeah. get our karma out. Could have been hundreds of past lives or just in this life. Other people, yeah. it might take many, 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 many more. 
And who are we to say that's a problem, fix it? Because they have to learn their own mistakes with their own experience and you can't be taught a problem. You've got to feel the pain, as you said. Yeah, but what you said is very, very wise. What you said is very wise. And uh, adding to that, I want to say something because uh, most people on the spiritual path think that most people, they, like everybody, needs to become a Buddha and needs to become super spiritual and enlightenment. But this is not the case because I have this example that I tell people that uh, you have somebody who like went to Cambridge and he studied medicine. And after a while, he goes to his parents and tell them, I do not feel like doing medicine anymore. I want to open a shoe store and tell them what? We've paid over like 200K for you and you want to be a, a shoe guy? And then he tells them, but this is my passion. No, you're going to go work as a doctor. And then he actually goes and does that. But the wisdom of that is that if he does not decide to open a shoe store, who is going to put shoes in the doctor's feet? The wisdom behind it is that everybody has a certain mission and a certain something to do that God, divine, whatever nature has placed in him to do. You see, like there is a, a wisdom in, you get what I mean, right? Like he needs to have this desire in order for the cycle to go on in the right way. Now, if you go to a certain store, you're going to find everything you need. And who has allowed for everything to be there? It is also God. And who has made those things? It is somebody. But somebody gave the order to somebody to do that in order to serve society. So everybody's actually completing one another. Like there is a, there is a spiritual lead teacher. He's called Ramdas. Of course, you know him, right? I do not know. He recently passed away. He says that we are all walking each other home. We are all walking each other home, even the bad. Because the thing is, is that uh, when people go into the spiritual world and they start watching movies like Matrix, and they start to think that there is evil, there is no evil. The, the bad needs to be there, but the bad is in your mind as well. You make it into the, like, you make it very big in your mind, but there is nothing bad. When you are good inside your own heart, the good in others will come out and the whole of life will respond to your vibration. Everything will respond to you. Even the devil will respond to you. You get what I mean? So nothing will be bad against you. Because towards the end, you even said it earlier, the, the vibration things and focusing on the negative things. Everything is vibration. Everything. The whole of life is vibration. When you master the law of vibration, this is what they call enlightenment. When you focus on the highest vibrations, like most of the time I put on 963 Hertz, which is the frequency of God. I just put it on because I feel connected to it. Not because I want to manifest money in five days. <laughs> I do not care about that. <laughs> but right. actually money comes, money comes alone when I do that. But I don't care about like... <laughs> Because if I, if I focus on something so much, I will like, maybe it's for me, it doesn't work that way. But what I'm saying is that it is all the law of vibration. It is all vibration. Like, uh, 
So when I tell somebody, like people tell me like, okay, how do I fix that? I tell them, you fix yourself first. Somebody comes to me and tells me, hey, I'm having five problems. My wife is leaving me. I don't have enough money. My children hate me. My friends hate me. I'm not having good food. I tell you, the problem is not with the problems. The problem is with you. You have created them. And now you want somebody to get you out of them. But you have to get rid of you. You have uh, to right. get rid of you. On that note, okay, because uh, I want to talk about more stuff next time, so we'll end on a high. Anything you want to promote before we end? Um, I just want you to, I want to promote Oliver. <laughs> Listen to Oliver, everyone. And uh, if you guys want to follow me, it is official Gabby Bishara on Instagram and Gabby Bishara on Facebook. And yeah, that's it. It's been a pleasure as usual. And Oliver is a very, very great person. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, yeah. You want me? To, you want to cut me off? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, wait there. Wait there. I'm just going to press stop. Hang on. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Remember to subscribe and follow so when I release a new one, you get a notification. And follow me on Instagram, yes, King Oliver. Ciao, amigos.